0: With National Public Audio in New York, I'm Jebediah Hogan, and this is the news. Our top story this hour is the latest from Kiev, where simmering tension from months of protests boiled over today as separatist nationalists opposing President Karkanov seized the presidential palace, only to discover that the president was nothing more than a hologram this whole time. Photos of masked protesters dismantling a holographic projector were posted to a Twumble account, identifying itself as the official press representative of the loosely organized protesters' new provisional government. While the authenticity of the photos has yet to be verified, multiple sources throughout both East and West Ukraine, as well as Google Space View imagery, confirm that no vehicle or aircraft capable of carrying the president and his security detail has been seen leaving the palace since the protesters' siege began late last month. These reports emerge amid revelations that the Russian company responsible for managing most of the holographic infrastructure throughout Europe has a slew of classified contracts with the governments of both East and West Ukraine, as well as with Moldova, Turkish Bulgaria, New Spain, and at least a dozen free cities in the former Greek republic. Even if the rumors prove to be true, it remains unknown whether President Karkanov is or ever was a real person, or if the boisterous 520-pound head of state was an entirely virtual creation. NPA's chief Eurasian correspondent, Philomena Yates, reports that suspicion that Karkunov was nothing more than a puppet has been growing for some time, and that today's revelations have left many Ukrainians on both sides of the border, assuming their president was nothing more than a sophisticated version of the virtual therapist many of them visit in the cloud every day. Stay logged in to National Public Audio for more on this international crisis as it continues to unfold. Meanwhile, in another crisis closer to home, winter storm Kevin Spacey continues to batter the eastern seaboard today, unleashing a second straight day of heavy snowfall, periodic icefall, and occasional landfall. Governors across the region have declared states of mild emergency, applying for federal resources that may or may not become available before the arrival of summer. Representatives from the office of New Jersey Governor Abigail Breslin were quick to point out that their state is still waiting for the support promised after winter storm McConaughey last year, but that Governor Breslin would be making the emergency call regardless in order to keep any and all unnecessary vehicles and vessels docked at home. Now is not the time to be Tesla cruising off the world-famous Inner Jersey Shore, said the governor in a prepared statement. I encourage all New Jerseyans, as well as our beloved Old York expat community, to stay home for the duration of the storm. The State Office of Continuous Emergency Management will notify you once Kevin Spacey has passed and it's safe to resume IRL activities. No actual audio of the governor yet, and no word regarding when that order to resume normal activity might be issued, as Governor Breslin has not been seen in person since allegations surfaced last month about improper ferry lane closures along the George Washington waterway. Meanwhile, in New York, an official work-from-the-cloud day has been issued for all residents of the six boroughs directly managed by Bloomberg NYC LLC, as well as for employees working at all Bloomberg affiliate offices globally. This means New Yorkers are in the midst of their 12th cloud day of the season, putting us on track to possibly beat the record of 15 cloud days set in 2058, the year of winter storms Juliana Margulies and Alan Cumming. Representatives from the Bloomberg Municipal Management Board warned that service on the BTA would be drastically reduced across all lines and completely suspended in many of the outer boroughs. All city-based businesses are required by municipal bylaws to honor the work from the cloud day, paying full wages to any and all employees who log in, as well as reimbursing any IRL pre-K costs for those parents forced to multitask with their toddlers while working from home. In what administrators insist is a total coincidence, a joint team of Bloomberg climate scientists and Bloomberg municipal engineers will be holding a press conference from the cloud later today to present their meteorological models predicting storm severity, climate adjustment, and tide accommodation for the next 10 years. Though details have yet to be presented, the panel's press representatives insist the findings are worth live streaming, and as such, National Public Audio's Atlantic affiliates will be streaming the presentation live starting at 4 this afternoon. Listeners wishing to continue streaming Mary and Sherry Gross should log in to any Middle Western, North Southern, Pacific National, or Pacific International feed for uninterrupted audio of their interview with the ninth clone of Grumpy Cat. In economic news, all markets are continuing to trend downward as Wall Street continues to wait out the final cost of this winter's extreme weather. Even the value of recently bullish Amazon payments continued to fall today, with back-to-back winter storms negatively affecting drone service throughout the continent. Keep streaming National Public Audio for more on the extreme weather, the crisis in Kiev, and any important cloud-related announcements. Now, back to all things momentarily considered. I'm Jebediah Hogan, and this is NPA. <laughs> Places Like This is written, directed, and produced by Chris Barlow. This week's episode was a look at this hour's news with Jebediah Hogan and was performed by Chris Barlow. Music by Steve Sobbs. Find out more about the future at placeslikethis.net and tune in next week on iTunes and Tumblr for more Places Like This.